Welcome to the Sons of Technology Clubhouse. Ditch your fear at the door, take a risk, and enjoy the ride with your hosts, Joe Marquez and Kyle Anderson. Welcome, everybody, to another fantastic episode of the podcast by the Sons of Technology. Today, we are going to be talking about Fall Q, which is happening this weekend, which is why this is a special Wednesday drop of this episode. So you can get the juices flowing. You can start getting your schedule picked out. You can identify who the keynotes are and the special events that are happening. And hey, if you're not signed up, you can head over to q.org slash fall and sign up since it is all virtual. Now, this is going to be a great episode because we're going to kind of pick through some of the sessions and events that we would want to go to um, when we are attending Fall Q. Uh, But we also want to um, hear, like maybe through the socials, what you're excited about by using the hashtag Fall Q moniker in any of your posts. But before we get started, let's go ahead and introduce ourselves. My name is Joe Marquez. I am Director of Academic Innovation for Q. I'm an educator out of the Central Valley of California. And if you are on the Twitterers, you can find me at Joe Marquez 70. And as always, my partner in innovation, Kyle Anderson. Kyle, please introduce yourself. Kyle Anderson, special education teacher from Las Vegas, Nevada. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Anderson EdTech. My blog is AndersonEdTech.net. I'm also the author of To the Edge, Successes and Failures to Risk-Taking. Uh, that is available on Amazon. It's also on barnesandnoble.com and through my publisher, EduMatch Publishing. So now Fall Q is an event that every fall, obviously, look forward to that one. This year, we were looking forward to it possibly being in person, but a lot of those COVID restrictions still in place and a lot of districts are a little wary about sending teachers out to an in-person event because of the, a lot of those Uh, restrictions that are still happening. So uh, it is going to be virtual this year. And full disclosure, I mentioned this in our last episode, I am not going to be participating in fall queue this year. So um, just different things going on here at home. And then I'm also playing in a hockey tournament that same weekend. So my days are going to be filled with playing hockey and then probably napping in between games because the schedule for this hockey tournament is really crazy. Um, I have one game on the Saturday if all queue starts at 7 a.m. And then I don't have another one until 11 p.m. that night. So, and I have a game the night before too. So, uh, probably be napping off and on throughout that Saturday of fall queue to get ready for my games. And then if we do well enough, my next game after that's at 7 a.m. on Sunday morning. So, like, we're talking a difference between when we finish and then the next game, like, six and a half hours is all. So, well, it's th- that be- equipment, that equipment is going to be ripe. On Sunday oh, morning, I'll tell you that I much. I take care of my stuff. That stuff gets set out and aired out, and then I, I I have Febreze on top of that. So that's me. I have teammates, though, that, like, they will play a game on, say, a Thursday night, throw their stuff in the bag, and then they don't take it out again until that following Thursday, and it is absolutely disgusting. And I, may, I make it known to them that they are just disgusting human beings when they do that, too. So, But um, let's talk a little bit about this event here. So... A um, lot of sessions. We got keynote speakers again, and this is all virtual. So if you are listening, and have not signed up, you can do that still. So, but let's talk a little bit about this, Joe. So, what are some of the highlights? Give us the rundown of this event. 
Yeah, well, so first I want to start off by saying, you know, if, if you have a hockey tournament you got to go to, that's completely understandable, everybody. But I want people to know out there that this event, not only is it virtual, but every session, majority of every session is going to be recorded. Um, so in an, if you went to a face-to-face -face event, and, and, and I always say that this is one of the benefits that uh, this time of COVID has really kind of brought to events. It's that in a traditional event, there's probably – only 10 hours of sessions that you could physically physically go to, right? And so you have events that say over 200 sessions. There's no way you're going to be able to go to all 200 sessions. There's probably like 10 sessions on day one and 10 sessions on day two that you could go to, maybe even less, right? But because they are virtual, they are going to be recorded. Uh, so if you wanted to, you can synchronously go live to all the sessions that you want but then you can go after the fact all the way through December 31st, Kyle, all the way to almost the end of the year to go back and review any session that you may have missed. So in actuality, if you wanted to view all 200 sessions, you actually could, right? So that is, I would say, a benefit uh, in that, that we're going virtual. But you're absolutely right. We had planned for a face-to-face -face event uh, uh, for a very long time. We were going to have it at the fantastic Teachers College uh, of San Joaquin um, in Stockton, California, a great facility, the great staff over there. We had some great plans, um, but it just didn't happen because of, well, there's lots of uh, sub shortages, Right. So even though the event is on the weekend, a lot of people would probably want to take that Friday off to drive up there. And there's no subs for that. Uh, and just a variety of different things on why people were saying, oh, we'd love to go, but we just can't. And we at Q were like, oh, are we going to have to go virtual? And we instantly thought like this. No, God, no, God, please. No. You know, but you know what? Things happen. And so we were sitting at a meeting and we said, you know what? We have to pivot. 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 Right. So that's what we had to do. We had to pivot. We went back to virtual, but we still have an amazing lineup for you. Lots of great things you can interact with, uh, some great after hours events. And that's why we wanted to have this episode for you to give you the chance to make that final decision. If you're if you're sitting here listening to this on Wednesday, October 20th. And you're like, hmm, fall queue is happening October 23rd and 24th. It's still going to happen in a few days. Maybe I can sign up. Maybe I want to sign up. Maybe I can finally ask my admin, hey, can we do one last push of signups? Get in there because you're going to have lots of great resources all the way through the end of the year. So, Kyle, are you ready to hear some of the amazing things happening at fall queue this year? I am. And um, in the meantime, I'm also on the website kind of scrolling through as you're talking about these. So if you want to do the same thing while you're listening, um, just Google Fall Q 2021 and the Cvent website with all these sessions are going to come up for you. So you can do the same thing. You can follow along as you're kind of talking a little bit about some of these things. Yeah, I definitely go there or you can go to q.org slash fall and then there's a thing that says schedule. You can see all the different uh, uh, presenters and sessions and everything and, and, and the whole schedule there. It's, it's really great. The um, attendee hub um, will be opened next week. Uh, it should be open today. So if you go to the if you're in, if you actually are, are registered for the conference, you can go to the attendee hub and actually start adding um, sessions to your session schedule. 
Um, so you can already pre-plan. So definitely do that. First, I want to talk about our keynotes. I'm really excited about our keynotes. One is a friend of Q. I've known him for a very long time, J.R. Ginnix Orinian. He is an amazing individual, an amazing speaker, but also he is an amazing teacher. Um, he is uh, not only a Google innovator, but he is a YouTube education contributor, Microsoft innovative educator. He is great. And his keynote is going to be on the new normal, what the rapid expansion of EdTech has taught us about ourselves and one another. And so he's not just talking about like what happened during the pandemic. It's like technology should be a new normal for us. It should be just as uh, uh, readily available as a pen and paper. How can we get that to happen? So that's going to be a very inspiring keynote. And then we also have the amazing Dr. Rochelle Rogers-Ard, um, who does a lot of great um, uh, work in the space of leadership, uh, in the space of, um, uh, of DEI, um, which, which is uh, d diversity, uh, equity, and inclusion, um, and just does a lot of great things with organizations and, uh, and um, um uh, school sites on on ensuring that that every student is given the best possible uh, learning outcome through a variety of of, of, of features and uh, strategies. So you cannot miss hers, and her keynote is going to be called uh, "Swimming in the Waters of Whiteness." That just that title is very intriguing to me. And so you know, sometimes you got to have an intriguing title to really perk the ears up. And that one I want to go to just to see what she's going to be talking about. Um, if you had to choose between um, uh, one of those two keynotes, Kyle, just based on the title, which one would you say, like, I have to go to that live? Like, you can watch both of them asynchronously, but which one would you want to go to live to be in the chat room? No, nothing against uh, Mr. Genix um, there, but uh, Ms. Rogers, are, that, that definitely is one that I would want to attend live just to kind of see what the interaction is in that chat and, uh, you know, and possibly any sort of other interaction afterwards so uh but both of those keynotes do sound incredible uh both very timely topics uh in the education space but again uh again not nothing against mr jennings uh miss rogers though her her keynote sounds like something i'd really want to attend live yeah and that's i mean just to see what that chat is going to be about is, is going to be great. And, and again, though, these sessions are going to be recorded. So if you uh, do uh, register for the event, you can go back and rewatch any of these all the way up until December 31st, um, all the way through. Now, before we get to some of the sessions, I know you're still looking at some of the sessions that you would want to attend, Kyle. I do want to talk about a few of the standard uh, Q sessions that we normally do, but they always kind of get different speakers. And so one of them, is uh, a session that we've both been a part of um, ever since it originated in uh, spring Q 2020, and that is Meet the Podcasters. Meet the Podcasters is going to be happening on Saturday, October 23rd at noon, so 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And in this session, you're going to be able to meet some of the hosts of your favorite podcasts. And you can ask them questions, ask, um, ask them about their, uh, uh, you know, why do they create the podcast? How do they create the podcast? What tools do they create? And usually at the end, there's about 10, 15 minutes to kind of talk about starting your own podcast, what uh, tools and strategies you need for that. And I just wanted to list some of the podcasts that we're going to have here for you on that day. So there's Rebel Educator, 
um, by Tanya Sheckley. There's Teacher Dudes by friend of the show, Tyler Keefe. Uh, there's the Dr. Will show, which I, I tell you, I listened to that one. Dr. Will is amazing. I've been trying to get him on this for a while. And now that it's virtual, he's going to be here. So the Dr. Will show, Lemonade Learning uh, from the one and only Lainey Rao. Uh, Rethinking Learning Podcast by Barbara Bray. Divided Together by Anne-Marie Tipton. Uh, Blended Learning in Action by Charity Dodd. Uh, Finding Our Tribe by Fabian Hoffman. And of course, I will be moderating, so I will be sharing the joy. That is the Sons of Technology podcast. And maybe I'll give a shout out to uh, Beer EDU as well, just uh, just to curry you some favor while you're playing hockey. Thank you. I appreciate that. So, yeah, it was just one of those deals that with everything going on, uh, just was not possible to do it this time around. But if you could say something, that would be great. So, um, yeah, that's one that's always been fun since that was implemented a couple of years ago. Uh, the other one that is something that's been around for a while that I have participated in, but again, will not be able to this year is the Meet the Author session. So I'm sure we got a lot of different authors that are being featured as well this time around. We, we do. Uh, there's quite quite a few uh, of, of the authors of books that I have read or have on my list. Um, and so I just want to name a few of them. Um, so uh, one of them is Power Up Your Classroom Reimagined Through Gameplay. Gameplay is a phenomenal way to get learning uh, to stick and engagement in the classroom. So that is a great one by... Um, very great Q members, uh, Kate Tolnai and Lindsay Blass. They are the co-authors of that book. Um, really great friends of ours, Atticat, who just welcomed a brand new baby girl into this world a few weeks ago. Um, they're going to be sharing their complete ed tech coach and organic approach to supporting digital learning, their book. Um, we also have Debbie Tannenbaum with her book, Transforming uh, Techie Notes, Making Learning Stick. Uh, uh, a friend of ours, Lisa Nowakowski. Um, she is going to be sharing the Edge of Protocols Field Guide Math Edition uh, in that session. Uh, here's a really cool one. Uh, it's Because of a Teacher, Stories of the Past to Inspire Future of Education. That is the new book by George Kuros. Uh, so he will be there with Stephanie Rothstein to uh, go, go over that book and the history behind that. So that's going to be fun. Uh, Katie Martin and her book, Evolving Education. Um uh, here's a fun one from Amanda Fox and Mary Ellen Weeks. It's uh, Teaching Land, a teacher's survival guide to the classroom apocalypse. That title is very intriguing to me. Uh, and the book cover to that is very fun. And then finally, uh, an, another great one by Barbara Bray, Defining Your Why, uh, Your Own Story So You Can Live and Learn on Purpose. Those, those authors will all be at Meet the Authors happening on Sunday, October 24th at uh, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time as well. So noon o'clock, right on lunchtime, that's when you'll be able to meet the authors. So it's a great place to listen to their story, how they came up with their their literature, but also pick their brains a little bit uh, about, about it as well. So really fun session. Definitely, definitely attend. Yeah, again, I've, I've always had fun doing that one uh, for my book, To the Edge, Success and Failures Through Risk-Taking. Uh, so I expect that it would be no different this time around. Uh, a lot of books that I actually have not heard of yet. So ones that are new to the Meet the Author session at Fall Q and uh, Spring Q. Because again, this is one that's been going on for quite a time now. So now other sessions that are going on so I, i'm looking at the schedule uh, you've also got a lot of the affiliates that are having their meetings 
uh, during this time where people from each affiliate can kind of mingle a little bit as well, even if it is just virtually. No, yeah, I mean, the the affiliates uh, really asked for the affiliate meetings to happen before the event officially kicks off, meaning before the keynote, just so they can go through some this is and that, some giveaways, some free things. Um, at a face-to-face conference, this is where you'd be given like a t-shirt or some, some swag for your affiliate so you, you can show it around the conference. And so we really wanted to prepare for Spring Queue by making sure that the affiliates had a space to meet if they wanted to. So that is how the session is going to kick off. Uh, but the keynote uh, from uh, Dr. Rochelle Rogers Ard starts at 10 a.m. on Saturday, which Kyle, which means this, you don't have to wake up like at eight or nine o'clock to get to the keynote. Right. If you don't want to attend a Q affiliate session, you can wake up, you could go for a walk, you can get some fresh air outside, have a pot of coffee and be ready for that 10 a.m. keynote so that you're not tired. You're ready to go. So that's pretty cool. Um, did you find any other sessions as you were perusing through the sessions that really piqued your interest and said, oh, that would be something I wanted to go to? Well, I'm looking around here, and um, as a teacher in a district that uses Canvas, I'm seeing some different Canvas LMS sessions that I think would be really good. Um, There's especially one called Hidden Gems in Canvas LMS at 11 o'clock on Saturday. That one is being presented by Andrea Earl. And, I mean, I consider myself somebody that's very proficient with Canvas, but, uh, you know, you never know. Canvas is a very elaborate tool, and I'm sure there's some great things that Andrea is going to be presenting in that session. So that's definitely one that I would want to take a look at um, looking around too. So Bill Selleck's got one, how we might, how might we make classrooms and conferences more accessible through text? So uh, something that has been our life now for almost two years. I mean, well beyond that, but especially these last couple of years. And uh, Mr. Selleck is just an incredible uh, technology leader in the first place. So that would be a great session there. So, but um Man, there's so many great sessions here. Just just the scroll through ones that are just popping out is just I, I can't even narrow begin to narrow things down here. So, um, yeah, you know, I was actually talking to Bill the other day and that session is very unique because Bill was saying that they wanted to continue to do like assemblies at their school. But they also wanted to provide space at the assemblies, So they didn't want to have the kids sitting right next to each other to have that space in between. Um, but he's like, how can we do this? And so what he ended up doing is there is now this rotation. Certain classes can go to the face-to-face uh, assembly, which he, which Bill then uh, live streams via StreamYard uh, to the classrooms, to those who don't get to go to the face-to-face. So everybody gets to see the assembly, uh, but some are face-to-face and others are watching it digitally. And then the next time they do a uh, assembly, they swap. So the ones that didn't get to go face-to-face that last time, they get to go face-to-face this time. And he says it's great because not only are the assemblies now recorded, but parents at home can watch the assemblies if they wanted to. Um, uh, you know, you don't have a huge packed gym. So he was he's going to share the kind of the tools that he uses, the different equipment that he uses. Um, you know, some of it is very budget-friendly and some of it is not so budget-friendly, right? But uh, he's going to show you how to make it happen. Uh, so uh, I, I found it very interesting on why he created that session, and he's actually doing this at his school. That sounds really great. Uh, like I said, uh, Bill Selleck is an incredible leader, so I'm sure that one's going to be uh, just a great session. So uh, one of the most intriguing ones I have found looking through, though, is one titled 
pre-post-COVID education. This is still hard. So Gabriel Valdez is uh, presenting that one. And it's more of a panel session, really just kind of people sharing their experiences from a variety of grade levels and subject areas on transitioning from COVID learning, emergency learning, whatever you want to call it, back into quote unquote, throwing up the air quotes, normal. And how this is incredibly hard. And I mean, I, I cannot tell you how exhausted I've been over these first couple months of the new school year. And I, I'm at the point where I feel like I normally do right around the time you're going into spring break where I am just absolutely fried. And I just, I'm looking forward to weekends a lot more. I'm looking forward to those extended breaks a lot more. And it's just, I, I would love to hear from what other people are experiencing as well. And this is a session I feel that would really put that out there. Well, you know, that, that these sessions, uh, you know, have some really great content because it is from uh, teachers who are in the classroom, right? And so they're actually practicing teachers that are trying these things out. And, you know, I'll tell you, the first time I started going to conferences, like back in 2012, 2013, a lot of the sessions that resonated with me were tool sessions, right? Like, come see how this tool works or come see how that tool works. But now I'm like, you know, I can learn about a tool on YouTube. I can learn about this. I want to I want to dive deeper into the strategy behind getting students to learn. And so that's what I really look for. So there's one right here at 11 o'clock on Saturday, the 23rd by Anna McVeigh Murphy. It says creative design, a framework for teaching and assessing through creativity. That really resonates with me because it's about, okay, it's this framework. It looks like she created or she utilizes from the National Assessment of Educational Progress. And I want to see what that looks like. Uh, so that looks pretty cool. And going along that same mindset, there's another session at 11 o'clock. And see, this is the cool thing about virtual. So there's these two sessions I want to go to at 11 o'clock. In a face-to-face, -face, I'd have to make a pick, right? But now, on a virtual, I can pick one, and then I can watch the other one later because they're all going to be recorded and updated. But this next one is called uh, Tech with Intention, Applying SAMR Model to Amplifying Lesson Design. So lesson, a lesson design session. This one's by Crystal Hart. Uh, I'm really interested in going to that one as well. So those are the things that are instantly kind of perking uh, my, my ears up, my interest up on this first day of fall Q, October 23rd, as we're going through these sessions. Yeah. And I was in the same boat as you a few years ago when I started attending Q conferences was, yeah, it was about tools and how to use various tools. And I'm seeing a lot of sessions that are still tool based, which obviously, you know, a lot of people, they may not know about certain tools, even those ones that we think are so popular now like how do you not know about those there are still people out there that don't know about those so those are absolutely essential sessions still but i'm seeing a lot more sessions now that are addressing things like sel they're addressing things like equity and empathy and blended learning not just uh you know in-person learning or distance learning so um inclusion so lots of different sessions here that are beyond the technology at this point. So, which is the reason why Q is no longer referred to as computer using educators, because what we're beyond that now. And well, I, I, every, it's, it's every teacher uses a computer, right? Every teacher uses a computer. It's almost like, like saying, um, 
you know, plane flying pilots or something, right? It's like, it's, it's, everybody uses a computer in education. So let's, let's amplify the use and go beyond computer using and go to engaging educators, go to creative educators, that kind of stuff. So you're absolutely right. Um, like I, I see one right here from the, the, the one and only Kim Vogie, uh, SEL and UDL to create harmony. And, and you, you know, when I look at that, you know, UDL is is making sure that every student has the opportunity to understand what is being asked of them and then given the leeway to respond in a modality that best fits them. And Kim is great at that. Um, so that's a cool one to go to. Again, that's another one at 11 o'clock on that Saturday. I mean, that's three that I would want to go. Here's another one by Jen Roth. Um, may I use this? Ending copyright confusion. Because that confuses a lot of people. And here's here's a story that I want to say about copyright infringement. Um, driving back from Spring Q one year, I was driving with a few different people. I think it was Ryan Schwartz from the Modesto area. Um, and we were driving back home and I saw a giant billboard and they had a they had an image and then a text off to the side. But over the image in a watermark, it said, I stop on this giant billboard and i'm like oh that marketing company just grabbed this off of google images and didn't even see that it had an iStock watermark on it i'm like how embarrassing um but this is exactly what needs to happen because people don't know what can i use what can i not use what, what you know how far do i have to modify it before i can now use it uh, what's fair use, what's not. So that's a, a very, so right now I am just like, man, there's so many amazing sessions at 11 o'clock right off the bat. Let me, let me count them for you right now, Kyle. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 13 sessions happening at 11 o'clock. Right. And that's the same across every hour. You have so many sessions to choose from. Every single time block has a session for your grade level, has a session for what you're looking for, has a session for your content uh, uh, department. It, it's, it's all there. And we built that by design so that every hour you want to stay engaged. And that's just for Saturday. We haven't even gotten into anything on Sunday. But before we start getting into the Sunday sessions, you got to remember too, that there's another session that was implemented a few years ago, one of those that's really fun, and that's the Q Booms. So I participated in Q Booms at Spring Q. Uh, the last time we were in person, actually, at Spring Q was when I participated in this one. I actually opened up, I believe it was on, I can't remember if it was Friday morning or Saturday morning. I think it was Friday morning, but that was the first session of the day, and I was asked to start the day off uh, that morning. So, but uh, tell us a little bit about Q Booms and what's going on with that. Yeah, so Q Booms are, it's basically a three minute mic drop from educators, an inspiring story, an inspiring speech, an inspiring experience, something to get the juices flowing and you have three minutes to do it. And I'll tell you, taking something that you're passionate about and putting it all on the line in three minutes is a very daunting task right and you're given a slide deck and told okay this is your slide deck and you know usually you have to go through it at a you know a rapid pace but i'll tell you these boomers uh do a great job with it um and i'll tell you here's some of the boomers that we're going to be having um on that saturday q boom session 
We have uh, 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 Q board members, Denise Douglas and Lisa DeLapo, uh going out there and doing some booms. We have Angela DeRamos, uh, Marilyn McAllister, Brian Lopez, Jenny Wee, Stephen Special, uh, Charquita Arnold, Sharissa uh, Chan, Carissa Marin, Matt Rasher, uh, Ferrari Green, Catlin Driscoll, Angela Compslinto Holmes. The I mean, we have a, 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 a just a huge slate. I don't know how we're going to get through all of those booms in in a, a sixty minute session, uh, but um, our um, our facilitators, Valerie Sun and uh, Abigail Amorito, do a phenomenal job at moderating that and hosting that session. And so I know that they're going to do a phenomenal job at this year's Fall Q Boom session. And Kyle, do you know what time that session uh, happens on I Saturday? Did, I did notice that's a 3 p.m. So kind of breaks up the afternoon a little bit. So if you're doing sessions from, say, 10 a.m. on, you got 3 p.m., that one is a great one to go to to kind of break things up a little bit. And then there's still sessions after that as well. So nice little mid afternoon break. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so there's, I mean, that's a cool session to go to. And again, those will be recorded. Um, a couple other sessions that I was really looking at going, Oh, that would be awesome to go to. Um, one of them is, um, uh, by Leticia citizen, close reading through culturally relevant music. Uh, so they go through music, uh, lyrics and they they go through that and relate it to their content. What what was the artist thinking about? It's really great. Instead of just going through a book of literature, you're going through a book of lyrics. Uh, I think that's pretty cool. That's a definite session that you have to go to. Um, uh, oh oh, we we love this person, Jay, uh, Jamie Fagan. She's doing digital reading and post pandemic education. That's pretty cool. Um, here's one that really pops off to me. Uh, building connection using Google tools, right? So that's a big thing. That's another part of SEL is making sure students can feel like they are connected, making sure your staff feels you're connected, your teams feel like they're connected. And so she's going to go through a whole bunch of different ways of like Google Docs and Google Slides and Google Jamboards uh, on how you can stay connected in the classroom. That's pretty cool. Um, and, and then here's a cool one by, uh, by Jamie uh, Alacron. Uh, anything with the word hacking in it really piques my interest. So hacking Google Classroom for equitable grading. All right. That that really interests me as well. What is equitable grading? I want to read more. I want to see more. So that's going to be pretty cool. Uh, and that's at three o'clock. Man, there's just so many great sessions in here. you people, you have to go to q.org slash fall, click on session and just see how many amazing sessions are here. It's like a cornucopia of goodness available for you. Right. I mean, shoot, there here's here's another pretty cool one uh, by Jennifer Scott, another amazing educator. Creative Wednesdays. What does that mean? Activities. Oh, it's for English language learners. Things. Uh, it's just so, so cool. You have to check that one out. Um, I don't know. Soar with Seesaw. I mean, I'm not a big Seesaw user. I've used it a couple of times because I know it's a big thing in K2 or K3, but I don't, I don't know the ins and outs of it. So I would probably want to go and see a little bit more. So that's a pretty cool one. Um, Blended Learning the Next Level by Susan Stewart at five o'clock that Saturday. Um, oh, Brent Warner always does a phenomenal job when he presents. So he's got one called Finding the Fun in Feedback. Try to say that five times fast. Finding the fun and feedback. That's a really cool one um, right there. Um, uh, Catherine Goyette, uh, you know, 
just it'll be like four weeks after her giving birth is she's doing a session four C's of the future lesson design that empowers a lot of really cool, great stuff. And again, that is just Saturday. We haven't even touched the surface of Sunday yet. But wait, there's more, Kyle. Right? Sham, you're the sham wow guy now? I'm the sham wow guy because there's a there's a wowness to this. We are doing uh after hours events as well. So on Saturday, we are bringing back by popular demand Q trivia. So for fall and spring, we did 80s trivia night with uh, questions from television, music, movies, literature, all this pop culture stuff. Um, we did 80s. Now we're moving up a decade to the 90s. So definitely expect some MC Hammer and Vanilla Ice questions. Definitely expect some uh, some Friends Seinfeld and Saved by the Bell questions. Oh, and, and you have to absolutely be prepared for um, for uh, uh, Jurassic Park questions and uh, Home Alone questions. And just, I mean, I was born in the 80s, but I grew up in the 90s. I'll tell it that way, right? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the movie. Mortal Kombat, the movie. There's so many great things about the 90s. And we're going to be doing trivia for prizes um, on Saturday night. So you can't miss that at all. Oh, oh, and that's just Saturday the 23rd. And there's a whole other day after that, right? Yeah, and the session that starts off the day that just jumped at me right off the bat for Sunday, yoga and social emotional learning. So I, in the last year or so, started to dabble in yoga a little bit. I've never been to a session like at a yoga studio or anything with other people. I do the yoga that is on the Peloton app uh, that I pay for monthly for my Peloton bike. And I have found that not only does yoga help me out as an athlete where it stretches me out real nice, relaxes me more. Um, I just, I just find the calming effect overall from doing yoga to be something that is incredible. And I, I'm really upset. It took me you know, I'm 40, so it took me almost 40 years to figure it out that yoga was such an incredible thing. So, and I actually was having a conversation with one of my hockey teammates a couple of weeks ago before a game. I was the first one in the locker room. I was there super early. So I decided to do like a quick 10, 15 minute yoga session before the game to get me stretched out and everything. And he came in and saw what I was doing and he, he wouldn't even say hello because he's like, man, you were like in some like sort of Zen mode or something. I didn't want to I didn't want to bother you right there, but then he started asking questions and I started to realize that, you know, I'm not the only one that was, you know, unaware of the benefits of yoga. And now I'm seeing this session about using yoga as a social emotional tool in schools. And that one is just absolutely intriguing to me. So, and it sounds like uh, this is an interactive session too, where they're going to actually lead a yoga session at nine o'clock on Sunday morning to, get you ready for the day and help you to learn something about yoga and how you can use it in the classroom. Yeah. You know, that, that session, you definitely have to hook up your laptop to your big screen, get out your yoga mat, right. Get away from the keyboard and just be prepared to do some yoga. That, that sounds like a good start to the day. Um, if, if yoga is not your thing, um, there's another cool one by Natalie uh, Benda called getting your game on. It's more than just play uh, where they're talking about, 
uh, different ways that you can uh, build play into your lesson planning. So that could be fun right there. Um, we have a, a great session uh, by Myra Deister, uh, Unleash the Power of Math Discovery um, using whiteboards, digital whiteboards, I'm assuming. So that's pretty cool. I just uh, There's just so many cool things. Adam Juarez with his Ditch That Copier uh, session that he likes to do. Um, just a lot of cool things that you just can't miss. And, and if you do miss, they're recorded and you can come back and watch them later. And, um, you know, it's always great to be there live, but it's always great to have the option to go back later and, and, and re-examine after the fact, right? Absolutely. So, um, and then one more that I want to highlight a little bit that I thought uh, sounded really nice was uh, 4 p.m. on Sunday, abandoning the old normal. We've been reinventing family support. So family engagement it has always been important and it's always been something that's been hard to do at times, but it's even more important now. So this is a really intriguing session here as well. But and the beautiful thing is that we, we've highlighted so many of these sessions and Again, we've only scratched the surface. So if we were to highlight every session and every speaker that's going to be there, this podcast would probably be four hours long. Uh, but obviously, we don't have that kind of time. So um, if you are listening and you were there and we didn't mention you, it's not because we didn't like your sessions, because just for time's sake, we could not do it. So uh, again, if you're listening to this before Fall Q starts, you have time to still get signed up and to peruse the schedule and start figuring out the things that you want to see live and ones that you can see later on down the road when they are recorded. And again, like Joe said at the beginning, these are going to be available, most of them, until December 31st. So you're going to have over two months to access these after the conference is over. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's going to be there for you. Uh, and you know what, if, if, if you um, just couldn't get signed up for this uh, before the event, but you, you hear so, so many great things about these recorded sessions, um, you can still register for the event even after it has been done. It's amazing to see how many registrations come in the week after the event because people hear so many great things about it. They want to go back and rewatch the sessions for themselves. Um, but we're telling you right now, or you can even go and check for yourself. Don't take our word for it. Go to fall Q, go to q.org slash fall, click on sessions and see all the amazing sessions as well. And the last thing before we go is the last thing before the conference ends. The last thing, which is Sunday night, that is the silent disco uh, run by DJ Ed Campos, DJ EC. Uh, he's going to be, there's going to, usually they do a couple rooms with different, uh, genres of music and you go and there's a dj in that room you just listen and 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 move your head uh, my daughters like to say bang your head uh to any of the music that comes down that pipe and and just have a good time to end the day on a sunday and that starts at seven o'clock after the last sessions on sunday so it's going to be fun um uh it is packed it is it is absolutely packed i think the only break that you have is a lunchtime break if you want to take it the rest is up to you. It is a phenomenally packed schedule. And I help put this schedule together. And I just see it. And I'm like, wow, that's a lot of sessions. That's a lot of opportunity out there. So definitely, definitely, definitely go out there and take a look. And, and hey, um, if you missed out on putting in a session for Fall Q, you're like, oh, I wanted to put that in. I just, time just wasn't uh, in, in my best interest. Uh, remember, Spring Q is happening in person in Palm Springs, March 17th 
to 19th, 2022. That will be in person. And those session submissions are open now. So if you go to q.org slash spring, you can go in and submit a session for Spring Q in the lovely Palm Springs. And you can even register for Spring Q. I know we're still doing fall, but you can register for Spring Q and secure yourself a hotel room because those hotel rooms always go fast. Uh, so a lot of cool things coming down the pipe. And like I said, even though we had to switch to virtual for fall Q. No, God! No, God, please, no! It's still a great benefit to us because we can now record every one of these sessions and still get together. And what again, one last thing, but wait, there's more. There's one last thing I want people to know is sometimes people want a little bit of unstructured time, right? Maybe they, maybe there's out of 13 sessions in an hour, maybe none of them really resonate with you. Hard to believe, but maybe not. We've created something that we call hallway chats. So there's, there's going to be rooms that are open to anybody. There's no moderator. Um, there's a topic for the room and maybe some, um, some driving questions, but you don't have to use those questions. So there's a meet and greet. If you just want to meet new people and, and ask them how their day's going, there's a meet and greet room. There's a TOSA chat. If you're a TOSA and, and you want to talk about what you're doing to, to increase uh, learning in, uh, with teachers on your campus or what are you, how are you experiencing this year? Are you getting pulled from your duties and being asked to sub? Toasted chat room is a place that you can talk about. Tool time, talk about your favorite tools, how you're using them, what's coming out there. Uh, SELF, so self-reflection. Um, what are you doing to take care of yourself? How are you finding happiness and joy in your teaching and your life? And then finally, book chat. Uh, it's a great follow-up to our Meet the Authors. Uh, what book are you currently reading and what should we read and um, what, what are you looking forward to reading? So a lot of great unstructured time in here as well. And these rooms will be open the entirety of the conference. You can hop in and hop out whenever you want. So a lot of great opportunities to connect, network, and learn, uh, and just be the, um, uh, the conductor of your own learning train could come in, uh, coming down the, uh, the mountain. So, um, any, any final words before we kind of wrap up this fall queue preview extravaganza? No, I think we covered it pretty well, and uh, I am disappointed I'm not going to be able to do any of the in-person, or let me rephrase that, the um, you know the live, the synchronous sessions or anything. I, I will definitely have to go back and do it asynchronously on the recordings if I choose to do so, but uh, I, I do look forward to seeing the interaction on Twitter, though. I, I'm sure lots of people are going to be posting left and right the different things that they're learning from the session, So, and that's always fun as well so um looking forward to seeing some of that though in between my hockey games that i have that weekend yeah absolutely looking forward to seeing all of you uh looking forward to chatting with you if you have any questions at all about the event uh please never hesitate to contact uh either of us at joe marquez 70 or for kyle at anderson edtech uh, and again um if you are a fan of the show if you are a longtime listener or a first-time listener we would love to hear from you uh, so we do have a flip grid um, that you can introduce yourself uh, if you like the podcast, if you if you uh, agree with what we uh, what we strive to do, and that's to uh, push the boundaries and and talk about the hard subjects and and bring up some some different ideas. That means you are a member of the EdTech Army. If you agree with all that stuff, if that resonates with you, and so we'd love for you to uh, go on and uh, record on our Flipgrid and say why you became a member of the EdTech Army, who you are, and what you do. 
and uh, we'll send you a sticker pack for doing that. So a lot of great ways for you not to uh, not not only uh, uh, send us a message, but uh, show that you are a member of the EdTech Army. So um, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. And, and Kyle, any final, final words before we have this episode come to a close? Nope, I think we're good. That is all, all. right. Every, everybody, you know what? I, I hope this middle of the week uh, uh, episode drop uh, brings a smile to your face. It always brings a smile to our face to record it and to connect with you. Uh, thank you so much for everything you do. Thank you so much for all the hard work you put forth for your staff, for your students, and for yourself. And uh, as always, uh, keep on innovating, keep on pushing the boundaries, and just keep on being the amazing teacher. We know you continuously strive to be. have yourselves a wonderful, wonderful week.